Podcast, we talk about any and everything just like the days at the table with your boy, your girls, your homies, and all the people you hung out with at the cafeteria tables back in school. Like I said before, it's your boy, Quattro. What's good, everybody? This is Nua, DJ Nua. What up, y'all, boys? It's your boy, Kid Kev. Did Excuse you forget me. what we doing? Like, what? <laughs> Okay, he always go before me, but I was gonna, I was gonna throw in the Hamilton thing, but you know it was ruined. Oh my bad, I'm sorry. I just like you just didn't say nothing. I was like, bro, he forget we recorded. We said we always try to go through like oldest to youngest, but that's, that I'm sorry, but everybody that, that goes through the put on. Let's just let let's just let Robert do what he was gonna do. Let's just rewind it and just go. Robert, do what you do. I can't even remember. <laughs> you gonna tell people who you are? Are you Aaron Burt? All right, I'm chilling. Bro, come on, it's lit, Rob. You already know. It's lit, Rob. He's back on the mic. Hey y'all. Guess what? We have two guests on the cast today. Unexpected guests, but we got guests nonetheless. Um, first, we're going to introduce... Hi, guys. It's Olivia. I'm back and better than ever. Yes, man. You should have brought Toya back. I want to see her again. Uh, not just glad. Oh, <laughs> my God. I was here for that episode. So. Yeah, oh, yeah. You really missed out, bro. That was a good episode. That really was. Dang, bro. And DJ New, I'm going to let you take care of this one. This, this you. All right. So, we got someone here who kind of... Shares my resemblance. We share our similar DNA. We we got the same blood. We got the same skin tone. I'm gonna introduce y'all. Introduce y'all to my sister. What's good? Hola. This is Adia, aka Soldier Crab. That's it. Soldier Crab. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> quick, quick. Um, <laughs> um, <laughs> quick. Yeah. So bad today. Quick. Yeah, I would love a backstory on yeah, Soldier backstory, Crab backstory, real quick. Cause that's on. Uh, that's interesting. I play roller derby. Nice. Thank you. Thank you. So I was out of town for my game, and we were at my uncle's house. And my uncle didn't like my current roller derby name because you know I'm a roller derby. We had to pick our names. So he was just brainstorming. And in the islands, they call hermit crabs soldier crabs. So out of nowhere, he just yelled soldier crab. And I was like, no. But then I was playing, and I was I was getting some speed, I was getting some leeway in the game, and my dad kept yelling "Soldier Crab," and I was like, I kind of like that, so I stuck with it, and I changed it, and I made it official. That's awesome. You know, if I had a roller derby name, it would be Stretch Mark. Um, that would be my roller derby Why? name. Why? Because you got a lot of them. Or? I thought it if been... you had a roller derby name, it'd be my teeth looked like this before I started. <laughs> <laughs> I was gonna say Red hey. Sea because it's parted. Hey, no, um, couldn't even come up with Grand Canyon, dog. So I would ask how y'all are doing, but obviously after all that, I don't care. So let's just continue on. No, I'm gonna ask though. For, um, guess how you how you doing? Live everything good? How's life? It's been a minute. Um, living and I mean living and breathing. You know, I kind of wrecked my car on the way here, but I did get hired today, so you know, upsizing. Uh, okay, hired. Yeah, okay, employment. Soldier crab. How are you? How's life? Same old soup, just reheated. Mm. Oh, <laughs> Kel, you heard that? Same old soup, reheated. <laughs> Kev, how you doing, man? Uh, you know, it's been straight over here. 
Been Check straight. Plane. I like that, man. Slick. You know, we failed a test today while trying to cheat on the test. But hey, bro, me too. <laughs> Are you yeah, the only guy to do it? I had the whole packet, the whole review packet. Yo. Oh, yeah, the whole packet. You know what I'm saying? You can use your notes. My friend sent me text messages of answers. Turns out, different questions. Hey, bro, I got Ooh. 62, so I'll still have it. Bro, my sociology teacher was so cap, bro. She, she gonna sit there and write her own test and not use the test on Quizlet. Like, what's up with you? Mm-hmm. Like, why you gotta be different? Like, you know we cheating. Like, just make it easy. Mm-hmm. DJ Newell, how you doing? I can't relate to none of the shit y'all saying. <laughs> Cause uh, I took my midterm and got a, it was a uh, two hundreds and I was one of them. Nice. Yeah. Okay, smart. What class? Music theory. Nigga, that was. No, music theory is hard. <laughs> it's hard as hell. It's so hard. Bro, you try counting a twelve eight time signature using notes. With semi quavers. You might not want to open. I'm that gonna door. continue, <laughs> but before I get into all the good stuff, we are here to talk about some politics. But first, you're going to do a couple things we usually do every episode. First, you can follow us on Instagram at Cafeteria Talk Official. You can follow us on Twitter at Cafeteria Talk. Um, and if you happen to listen to us on Apple Podcasts, give us five-star ratings and reviews. We love to see those, see how much you guys are enjoying the show and what you guys want to see us do in the future. And also, check us out on SoundCloud and iHeartRadio at Cafeteria Talk. So now we're going to move into our put-on segment, something we do where we talk about something we've seen watched, heard, eaten, if you will, that we think you, the people, should check out. And customarily on this show, we are going to let our guest go first. Um, I'm feeling the deal, so Soldier Crab, put us on. Okay. I'm a musical kid. It's, it's just, it is what it is. It but is what it is. Stop. I have three words. In the Heights. It is such a great musical. The same guy who wrote Hamilton wrote In the Heights. Didn't I put this on one time? You did. But, you yeah, know but, it, but it's better coming out of hey, it. Hey, yeah. hey, hey, Paul. Hey, bro, pause, bro, pause. That's like, that's like my minute, little mini twin. That's hey, just 2020 like edition. Okay, so anyways, In the Heights. It is an amazing musical. Like, I've been listening to Hamilton for over a year. I've listened to it probably more than 200 times by now. I figured it was time for something new. So I went to his other musical. It is just excellent. I watched the bootleg on YouTube. Bro. It, it was great. It was great. It was great. I need to. Like, I'm not the only And then one. the movie is coming out next year. Make sure y'all check that out. Did they also. give a new release date? 2021. June 27th, I think. Okay. Uh, in the Heights. That and West Side Story coming out, too. Like That's dope. That's dope. Uh, Olivia. I have nothing, but I'm a wing it. Um... Venom 2 is coming out in 2021. I like the first one because, you know, I like... No? No, I mean, that's I could, fine. Oh, I just no, like, Venom 2 is so random, but okay. Especially well, no, because she was talking yet. about like, stuff coming out. out. And I was, just because I like the first... I like jokes where people are rude to people. Like, I think that's hilarious. So that's why I really enjoyed the first one. And so the second one's coming out. So that's my put on. But I would like to put y'all on this album that came out. I, I might have put this one already. I don't know. But that lovely... 21 Savage, Savage Mode 2. Yes, that's what I should have done. Bruh, really Ooh, good. that's what Amazing. I should have done. With oh, the yeah. narration of God, basically. <laughs> you can yeah. say Morgan Freeman. Favorite song was definitely um, Many Men. Just mm. I think mine was uh, uh, Stepping on Niggas and Mr. Right Now. Ooh, both of them were Mr. Right Now. No, Glock and my lap goes hard, Huh? It was both hot. Had it. Oh, mm-hmm. I just said hi. I was like, I mean, I'm sure. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm pretty sure it's on here, Lord, but yeah. But yeah. Okay, well... I'm going to go. I'm going to put y'all on uh, something I recently just kind of started watching or something I recently watched. Uh, kind of a 
really stupid, good waste of a couple hour and a half. But uh, Hubie Halloween. Bruh, no. It, it's, it's like a horrible movie, movie but it's so I think it was one of the movies that was intentionally bad, so it was good. Like, again, artistic choice. They did it on purpose. Some of Adam Sandler's movies. Right, it's an Adam Sandler movie. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Like, you're not meant to take it seriously, but... but... like, some are so good, and then some are so shit. Like Big Daddy, too. Jack and Jill. Jack and Jill's funny as fuck. Jack I don't and, care. Oh, Jack I couldn't get past hilarious. the first act. I'm just like, what Jack the and Jill hell am I watching? So funny. It is funny. I'm, I'm, I'm gonna try to watch it again, but it was just like, what the hell is this? Oh, and uh, for me, I've been watching Suits on Amazon Prime. Pretty good. Starts stars Gabriel Mach, Patrick, I forget what his name is. Other dude that's in it, and also the most important character, uh, who is it? Meghan Markle, you know, the Duchess. Bro, yes. Bro, she is so fun. Yes. Like, yes. You know, it, it gets so great, and then you just go like, oh, she's so fun. Like, Women are more than eye candy. Okay. Hey, Thank bro. you. When they stop being Thank eye candy, you. like, then, so then, so then, if, <laughs> if they're not eye candy, if they're not eye candy, then I want to see all the roles with these fine behind women. Make them ugly and see how successful these shows are. Mm-hmm. So make no, them, make them society's uh, vision of ugly. Ugly is women a social would, construct. Right. That true. That also. But you know, women would just have to learn to overcompensate for the looks, like how you do on a daily basis. Damn! Hey, bro, you are gonna have to put some type of sound effect on that. Hey, yo, you got to. I was gonna cut that whole part out until no. she said that. Now. It is what, what it is. Um, I I know I'm not ugly, so and I ain't got no and I ain't got no confidence is a point. I ain't got no complaints. So um, yeah, I thought it was As second you can put on. on my put on. Um, bro, you supposed to come oh, here ready? All right, so I went off and went ahead and like pissed myself off at work because I decided to start to watch the help. And I watched The Help and just pissed myself right on off. Because I just was like, dog, like, people were like, and it, it, the, the one thing I took away from it was like, the Karen, the whole thing about Karens, it's such a generational thing. Like, the Karens of old, you know, were the slave owners, the white slave owners, and then you like move in 40, 50 years later, or 400 years if you go from the beginning of slavery, but from, you know, the Emancipation, of, the Emancipation Proclamation, all that happens. And then the 60s, the civil rights movement, you have the Hilly Holbrooks, like in the movie, and, you know, they're hiring maids, treating them like shit. And then now you have the the Karens of now, the Facebook moms. Mm. And not everybody on Facebook is a Facebook mom. I'm just saying the Karens <laughs> who, you know, do their thing. I want to speak to a manager. <laughs> right. Amen. And, so and police, it, um, black people are um, being black. Yeah, it's just it's, so it's such an interesting There's a problem. I loved how that movie really touched on a lot of different things, especially like how um, a lot of maids back in that time, like having a maid, you may not have been like the most racist person in the world. It just was a status thing. Mm-hmm. Like it's just something you did. Like it was just mm-hmm. like it's normal to have a maid. And like how they kind of touched on a lot of different aspects of racism. I thought that was really cool. I'll be reviewing it at some point in the week. We'll see. But. <laughs> <laughs> I mentioned at the beginning of the episode, we are here to talk about politics. Um, dum, dum, dum. Yeah, we're going to talk about politics, y'all. And this is where I leave the table. Congratulations. You're not leaving yeah. the table. You're a part of the podcast. This is my house. I can kick off. So, Dang. Okay. And, <laughs> and really one thing, in preparation, in preparation for this um, for this episode, I had everybody at the table take, um, take this quiz called the Moral Foundations Test. And so yeah. this test, um, it focused on 36 questions. That would kind of put you in the left liberal, conservative, or libertarian. And they broke all of your answers up into these, into this data, you know, chart to see where you where you fall the most. And we're gonna talk about our um, 
results from this quiz. So when I took the, the moral foundations test, I ended up scoring, um, that's not really a, a number score, but I ended up getting a left liberal uh, point. Um, and really, so it kind of broke it up into these little different uh, categories. So I was 86% um, in care. Um, I was, in terms of loyalty, I was 50%, purity, 53%, fairness, 81%, authority, 58%, and liberty, 100%. And so that's why I'm a left liberal. I thought that was pretty cool. Well, I also got left liberal, so it said I was 100% caring, loyalty at 50%, purity at 75 fairness at 75 authority at 61 and liberty at 58%. Um, Olivia also came in as a left liberal. My care was 89%, loyalty 58, fairness 69, authority 50, purity 50, and liberty 64. Well, I did it twice and both times it kept shutting me out. Bro, but both times, I don't even know. It, uh, it said I was left liberal, which was interesting because I've always saw myself as more in the middle. Mm -hmm. Like I was That's very... I was incredibly conservative, like, when I was 15, 16. And that's just a byproduct of going to a Christian school mm -hmm. and having a Christian curriculum and just not questioning anything for a, a, lots of years. But, you know, once I got out of... Once I got out of... High, actually, no. Once I got to, like, maybe about 17 years old and I just started reading things outside of my uh, school textbooks and, you know, things that were more current rather than what came out five years ago from then and you get to actually see what's really happening all new information mm -hmm. then I started to become a little bit more centralized so I'm I'm pretty much like dead ass in the middle wow soldier crab <clears throat> tell us about it um for my test I got care at 94% loyalty at 50 fairness at 72% Authority at 56%, purity at 72%, and liberty at 50%. Wow, so what was your... your oh, left liberal. Left liberal. We got a lot of liberals around here. I, I guess. Uh, I Slick, guess. you want to tell us about your... your um... That's why you saved me for last. I didn't. I didn't mean to. You just didn't speak. But continue, bro. Go ahead and tell us, tell us what happened with your test, bro. I would like to say this was all cap, no cap. But anyway... <laughs> <laughs> it, it, it honestly like those questions were stupid as hell anyway. Bro, I, yeah, that was one thing I was gonna say. I wonder if we all got the same questions. That's all. Yeah, we did. Yeah, we, we did. But like I said, I took it twice, but it's in different order. Like I said, the one about order. the bulldog still sent me to the ancestors. Bulldogs, I swear. <laughs> I, I dealt with that in my job, but anyway, my care was at seventy-eight. You know, fairness of fifty-three, loyalty of forty-two, which is. Total BS. Yeah, that is yeah, that's loyalty bullshit. on Robert's part, hundred percent. If, Rob, <laughs> if Rob's unloyal to you, man, the world might be ending at that Bro, point. Bro, it gotta be. Bro, if Rob's unloyal to you, you deserved it. Yeah. yeah. At that point, yeah. A authority was at sixty-seven. I can kind of understand yeah. that. Coming from a military household, that's all. Anyway, purity is sixty-one. Liberty. I was gonna make a joke there. But I'm not gonna do that. Fifty-three percent of liberty, and they surprisingly put me at a conservative. Even like three of my things were more liberal than anything. Which, which is. Which is weird because, like, you know, I would have thought that me and me and Quattro would have scored more uh, conservative, and you would have scored more liberal. That's complete opposite of what I, I was. I wasn't done. necessarily surprised. Like, like you said, like back if I took this test maybe a couple years ago, I probably would have gotten conservative. Yeah. But once I've gotten out, not necessarily from under my pants, once I started college and like really started seeing and doing things for myself, yeah. I was like, ah, uh, okay. I, I like me and my parents disagree on a lot of things we used to really agree on. So. And that's, but I wanted everybody to take this quiz to kind of see where we are because it's good to see 
I don't want people talking about, well, I'm conservative, and then, like, you took this test, and you're like, obviously, based on this test, you're not a conservative at yeah, all. Yeah, and, like, so, and what I will say, this is the only test where I've actually gotten liberal. Mm-hmm. I would also like to point out that the test was less about policy and more about just, like, for what sure. you Person. feel is yeah. ethical, yeah. what you feel is more ethics. Right. And that's what was hard for me. Like, some of them, I was like, I don't, like, this is, I, I would hate this, but, like, mm-hmm. it's well within your right. Like, yeah. Especially, like, the human hand one. Right. Because like, like, there's two sides like, to that coin. Yeah. As an, like, especially, like, if you do it from the perspective, as an American, mm-hmm. yeah, you got to do right. Why like, should why should I be why should I deter you from your right? Not right. even that, but as somebody who's going to be a neurosurgeon in the future, I when I saw that question, I was like, that's actually pretty cool. Like, yeah. you know what I'm saying? Like, oh, yeah. And one like I mean, my coworker put me on this test, and he, he one of the questions was, um, Joanne gets a new job at this you know law firm, mm-hmm. and the head law guys like the head lawyer is like, hey, I want you to call me Mister Sir, and mm-hmm. she's like, well, I want you to call me Miss Joanne, and he's like, I don't have to do that. I'm the boss. And if you don't like it, you can quit. And she, he ends up, she ends up getting fired. And I'm like, I mean, it's shitty, but like... Yeah. But he can do it. He can yeah. do it. It's his place. So, like, it's just stuff like that. It's kind of like where you fall in that. But I want everybody to take that test so as we moved on, we kind of get some background on why you think the way you think and say the things you say. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, by the way, people that are listening, I'll leave a link in the description if you want to take this and show us what you, what you got on the test. Continuing on, as we are recording this, we are in the midst of probably the most groundbreaking, most just crazy election. So old man versus old man. Ever. Right. Joe mm-hmm. Biden and Donald Trump are, it is tight, dog. It is a tight race right now. Um, as we're recording this, there has not been a winner declared. Where Today is November 5th. Is what today's mean. November 5th. And so um, we are, we, sorry, we back up. We have not declared a winner. And uh, at the current standings, it's two fifty three Biden, two sixty four. We were some places. Go, no, no, no. Some places aren't even called and, yet. And let me let me explain that. I'm following the Associated Press, the AP. They right. have been in charge of the act. They have done the most accurate counts of the presidential election for the last hundred seventy years. So you're saying two fifty three then. Or is it, no, are you saying they're, at two, they're at 264. Because that's the thing. Like, people are giving him Nevada already. No, no, they're not giving him Nevada. They're giving him Arizona. Which one are they giving, oh, they're giving him they're Arizona. Arizona. If he gets... No, but, they're, but they've already said... Arizona just came out, so they hadn't finished counting all their votes yet. Right. But Arizona the, so, but the AP has already called it because mm. where they were then, there was no way Trump could have actually... From where they were at their count, Biden was so far ahead that it didn't look like Trump could win that state. And that's why the AP called it. Because I guess some people are like actually. But has the electoral college down. called it yet? No, they haven't called it. Well, that's, that's what I'm saying. That's why. That's why we're not until people, every single you vote count. The right. But, but, like, but like, here's the thing. Like, if, for example, if he wins Nevada, according to the AP, he's gonna win. But right. we won't know until all the votes are counted. Right. So even if they, so like, let's say Trump gets his way and they stop counting the votes right now, mm-hmm. Trump loses. Right. Because all so, Biden needs is that, that other six to win. Exactly. Right. All he, if Biden wins Nevada, according to the Associated Press. Who, like I said, has pretty much covered it for the last mm. 170 years and is probably the most nonpartisan organization I've ever heard of, he will win. Well, and, 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 and look, it's literally down to Nevada. Just, it is, I think it's down to Pennsylvania. No. Whichever one no, can get it no, in first, yeah. to be honest. Because if look, look at where he's at now. If Trump wins Alaska, Georgia, uh, North Carolina, and Pennsylvania, he's at 268. Eight. Which means that it's down to Nevada. Yeah, the twenty nine is going. So really, Nevada needs to like. Yeah, well, Nevada, Nevada was red last year, wasn't it? Last uh, election. Last election, yeah, but 
I don't think see him flipping Nevada. I've always loved the pomp and the circumstance of Election Day. I, I equate it to, like, Super Bowl for me. Right. It's always so interesting to see how that works. I think the Electoral College is a joke, to be honest, but then it's still very spot. cool that we have a, a system like this that, you know, works really hard to make sure it's fair and counted correctly. Um, as, as I said, we do not have a winner yet. By the time uh, this episode comes out, we probably will have a winner, hopefully. Like, we probably should by end of tomorrow. Yeah, they said uh, Philadelphia and Nevada should both be done counting by tomorrow. Nevada actually projected that they should have been done today. Yeah. But when well, I, I mean, left the house to come here, they... It, what time is it now? Pennsylvania had about... Take away three hours. They said it'll be done by their afternoon or their evening. So if we're going to say like four o'clock, it's yeah. going to be seven o'clock here. Yeah. Yeah. Or, they, um, or are they on mountain time? I don't know. Pennsylvania had about 350K when I left the house and that was about two hours ago. So they're probably closer to like 300k at this point. All I want oh. to say is the people out there counting, you know what I'm saying? My whole support behind you. So For sure, couldn't man. Me and you got the world on your shoulders right now. Honestly, that's so the whoever ultimate, forgot that's to click confirm anxiety. on the ballot. Hey, look. Say that's again? You, dog. you have one job. <laughs> so one of the states well, forgot to click to confirm on the ballot, on one of the ballot processing thingies. They forgot to click confirm with the counts. I'm like, Adia, what was your question, Soldier Crab? No, I was just saying, meanwhile... Kanye West actually got 10,000 votes in Tennessee. Yes, sir! Shut up. This is what I want to say. This is what I want to say. We have a question about Kanye. So before we get Wait, out. I just want to put... I, just, uh, I don't even know if I'm going to be here for that. You're going to be here. I wanted to start. I promise. You're going to be here. An hour later. You're going to be here. I no. promise. But um, here's my, my, my question to y'all. Were there any, you know, things that happened in the election that, like, surprised you? Any flips? Any, you know... County, anything that was kind of striking you, like, oh, that was crazy. Duval County went blue. Blue, blue, blue ball. Blue ball. Okay. It's like they said, I'm not from Florida. I'm from Jacksonville. Right. (laughs) (laughs) Well, people like low key kind of forget. Um, Jacksonville is kind of a college city. Mm -hmm. Yeah, but so big. Jacksonville is a city that is. It's a battle. It's a battlefield city. But this year, I wasn't expecting it to go as blue because you go around every corner, there's a Trump flag. Mm-hmm. Right. And it hasn't been blue since, I think, what was it, Jimmy Carter or something like that? Jimmy Carter. I believe yeah, that, yeah, it hasn't gone blue for president in you years. Know, the, and just in Florida, like, we went red, but, like, all the college towns, all blue. All the Tally, college, college towns. Tally, Miami. A big um, city. And all also the big places cities. with the most yeah. concentration yeah. of minorities, too. Yeah, yeah. you got it. I will say, everybody on Twitter with those next time Florida needs some hurricane relief memes, I'm going to tell you something. Say it's supposed to go fund me, please. <laughs> no, really. It's real funny because I know I follow a lot of people like in Texas and everything. Right. And I just want to say when one of these little hurricanes just whoop, you know what I'm saying, and go over there, like, y'all were red, too. I'm just saying. And, I mean, look. But that's the Republican headquarters. Y'all got to, y'all got to, I mean, they, they even talked about Texas. They were like, oh, Texas got all this blue going on because the early voting made states that were going to go, that obviously go red, mm-hmm. look blue because of all early voting. Mm-hmm. And so, like, they were talking about Texas could flip this shit. I was like, look, there's no way. Like, Texas would ever never flip. flip. Texas wouldn't flip a coin. They're not flipping nothing. Because all they have to hear is gun control and they're already on no, the No, oil. Negative. All they have to hear is oil. That's, they're mm-hmm. only fracking. That's all Texas. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's where all if their money want. comes from. If they get rid of oil, then and that was the thing. I, it was on SNL um, when when Jim Carrey explained Joe Biden, and they were he was like fracking depends on what state I'm in. I was like that's exactly what <laughs> yeah. it is. But um, now you know, I was fun. surprised that the, like there's like a whole blue streak in Alabama. Hey, Alabama like is getting more and more progressive every election. That is true, but Alabama want, just has a... They want to forget something, that's all it is. <laughs> they just got it. <laughs> 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 
I don't know. Like that, everybody kept saying this was a turnout election. Everybody was coming out. Early voting was has been up, especially due to the pandemic. Tons of uh, mail-in votes. I voted in person early. Me too. Um, I found it kind of capped that like some states didn't open their their mail-ins until election day. Although I get it, but but like dumb. Which okay, and, you knew and, the influx was coming. Right, and here here's the other thing, and this is what's pissing me off about Donald Trump and a lot of Republicans calling for the vote to close. In these states, the um, the people who run the count count the ballots, mm-hmm. they asked, "Hey, can we open these mm-hmm. on election day when the polls open?" The Republicans in that state said, "No, wait till it, wait till the polls close." Meaning, you got to count them after the polls close. Mm-hmm. So now, because of that, you are upset because y- because they have to do what you told them to do. They asked you to do something that would have made it easier, and you said no, and now you're upset about it. You have no one to be mad at but yourself. I don't think, in a sense, I don't think they're mad at themselves. I, I mean, obviously, they, no, they're, they're not all publicly mad. I think that, that that was buying Don themselves time. So they can find, okay, they're counting these votes later. Let's, let's throw it. Oh, fraud. Let's do it. Wait a minute. We got to recount it. And then just buying time for, to find some way, some loophole, some little inch to get in there and win, which I don't think it happened. I think Biden... Got it's on lock, although I would not be surprised if Trump did it. I think they should have sectioned off a team of individuals, had them sign some type of NDA, and made them count as they came in. That way, all of these votes would have been counted for like, sure. As they were coming in. That 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 would have, but it's just, it's just that would have like, been a lot easier to claim fraud, though. It's just like sports, it's just like the entertainment industry. This pandemic has thrown you know, has really called to task all the, the protocol stuff that we have set up. So hopefully, if this happens again, we now are gonna have some some rules and regulations. All right, if something happens where we're gonna have a huge influx of mail-in voting, mm-hmm. let's have some new systems up. I also even though say that's this, gonna take another ten years for that legislature to even get approved. I just wanna drop a little diamond here. Thank you to everybody who went out and voted. But for those who only voted for president, next time can we you know try to check some of the other boxes that are on the ballot? Like I'm not calling anybody out. I don't want to make you feel bad. I didn't about know you, you could even doing- do that. Like. I thought you had a bubble something no. for the whole thing. You can leave, bro. No, you can yeah, leave things blank. Yeah. Like, wow. All yeah, right. a lot of people just lot, there's lots of people who just don't vote for president. They'll vote for everything but president. Or uh-huh. vice versa. Okay, interesting. But there yeah, was an tax. And vote in your um not the local elections. Vote, vote in your local elections because representation, like you have to learn how to work the system. Yes. A certain demographic of people, you know I love saying white people, but I'm gonna try and do better. <laughs> a certain demographic of people built this system. So they know how to make it work for them. It is up to us minorities. It is up to us who are underrepresented to learn how to how to work the system the way that they do. Right. That way we can make it work for us. It's so right. voting at the local elections, but like all of that stuff really, really does matter. So I've been saying that for so goddamn long, and everyone thought I was crazy because I'm learning how the system works. They're like, "Yo, the system's designed to hold us down." Okay, why don't we use that same system to at least right. not? I'm sure burn shit down if you want, but. We can at least try mm-hmm. and fi- no, not not just fix it because there ain't no fixing the shit. It's gonna be fucking broken, designed for shit. But if you can use it to benefit some of our people, but it, I I understand that. I it, do. It's gonna have and a flip. There's know, always gonna be a flip. There's always gonna be people who are gonna be oppressed by the system. Right. Like you're not gonna get away from that. But there are ways to make it work. Stop complaining. I understand that, and I really do understand. Get out and do your thing, and and try to change the system. But I do understand those people that come in like, yo, like I'm just, I don't, I feel discouraged because of the system. Like I'm down. I get that because 
Think about it like like the electoral college, right? Mm-hmm. Everybody, everybody, everything, and everybody suddenly you go vote, go vote, go vote. You went out and voted, probably voted blue, and you were like, I want Biden, let's do this, and then your state goes red. Now you voted, you feel discouraged because you're like, well, damn, my, my state went red, but like we all voted blue, right? But did you knock on your next door neighbor and make sure they went and voted too? Mm. I mean, I know it's like I'm I'm worrying about myself, I'm taking care of myself, right. but you also have to it's like understand a, that it's a community effort, mm. and so it's there a might group be project. Somebody, yeah, whoever was laying on your couch when you took your kids and left the the house to go vote, you should have dragged them with you, like for sure. Whoever doesn't have a car right now or doesn't have the means to get to go where we should have put this out earlier, but <laughs> in the future, like. Whoever doesn't have the means to do it, or even if y'all sitting up and like, dang, like we ain't got nothing to do, like let let's go read somebody's um, what you call it, like platforms and stuff, like let's yeah. let's look at who we might want to, you know, what I'm saying like we have some really or, big or, stuff on the ballot this year. Like, or, 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 or in other words, I don't care who you are or where you work. Get you your ass out and vote. Yeah, I don't care who you vote for either. This is exactly what America is, is about. Now, if you vote for Trump, you know, we yeah, do have some can, choice words. Yeah. I don't mean like that. My car broke I mean down like... on the way to polls if you vote for Trump, Loki. <laughs> um, but continuing on with the, with the questions, do you see politics as legitimately interesting or a necessary process to go through? A bit of both. Especially the way the entertainment industry has made it look with yeah. shows like West Wing, mm-hmm. House of Cards, Designated Survivor, which is one of my personal shows. Love Designated Survivor. Yeah, it made it seem like it's more bearable and more like a little bit more understanding for us. So no, for sure. See it, mm-hmm. see it as this and, thing. Right, so there's that. And then there's also the amount of satire that there is. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> like, for example, my favorite, my favorite nighttime comedian right now is like the most... He's probably more left-leaning but he keeps his comedy very non-partisan Trevor, Trevor Noah mm-hmm. a lot of people he don't is, like Trevor Noah though that's because they don't really like immigrants but yeah like I, he, he's one of the best ones who's like very satirical and he'll make fun of everyone like if you say some stupid shit mm-hmm. you gonna get made fun of by him mm-hmm. it's not partisan at all uh, Soldier Crab you have something to say? I think so I will say that politics has been more entertaining this past four years since we do have an actor in the office. Mm. Yeah. So we got reality see, star. Yeah, see, exactly. Exactly. It, it, and, oh, go ahead. Can, can I clarify something for everyone who's listening? Uh, Souls of Crab is the only one here who was actually under the age of uh, yes. voting eligibility. And she is very, I'm not saying she's very, very, very involved in, uh, in local politics. She knows more than you. Yeah, hey. And, like, and I'm not saying that to like be funny or anything like that. She does her research. She probably knows more than any of us at this table. Hey, wrap it up. When it comes when it comes to like a lot of political stuff, I think she's about on what Kamala Harris, Kamala Harris always says. Sorry about that, Kamala Harris. I, I still call her she Kamala. Always, yeah, it's so like, hard. It's, it's, it's the Marvel nerds in us. She's always like, she's always like, I love meeting with our young leaders, especially when she came to UNF, UNF too. Nobody even told us that was the thing. Where she came to UNF? Yeah, she, she came, came to UNF. Like that's the thing. Ago. Nobody knew about what? it. Oh, yeah. Bro, that's so cap, bro. I would have yeah. been there because Kamala fine. I'm sorry. She got the drip though, bro. bro she come out them Doc Martens. Oh. She yes. came out with the Air Force One, not the Air Force One. It was the mids. I'm she speaking. She came out with the mids. She came out with the mids, dog. <laughs> yeah, see, not the mids. The mids. Lord, please. Just, I'm on bended knee. Let them win, please. Um, but <laughs> I, I've always been a big fan of government. Um, I just the the whole systems, the way that's set up, is just so interesting to me. The way that we have almost every base covered. We got somebody for some somebody for everything. I think it's really cool. And just like the whole, you know, setup of how the presidency works and Congress checks and balances. 
you know, I love all that. It's so interesting and how this kind of all works in its own little gear. Um, I, I want to point out one thing that I think is problematic, and this is just the psychology in me. Uh, it's the same situation with people who are more inclined to work in law enforcement. And that is the psychology behind wanting certain positions has a lot to do with whatever you were denied, like, growing up. Mm -hmm. So a lot of times people who search for positions of power is to compensate for feeling, you know what I'm saying, lesser than throughout mm -hmm. their childhood. And when you have this type of trauma or these types of, you know what I'm saying, personal issues, it doesn't really fare well if you don't heal from them before you take these positions. So a lot of times uh, people who, who want to be politicians or even, again, law enforcement are oftentimes people who, like, not everybody, again, but want power or, or want to feel like they're more important than the next person. And so I think it's really important for politicians to stay grounded, to definitely make sure they're doing it for the right reasons, because money and power are never the right reasons. Continuing on, how do you guys feel about the two-party system? It's not bipartisan at all, by no means. Mm -hmm. I think when the founding fathers, you know, try to do this thing called freedom and liberty, they didn't expect the, the shit that was going on. That's they didn't think go the minorities now. would ever have a say-so. That's what the problem was. That's true. That's true. <laughs> well, uh, also, what, what I will say about two-party system is that it takes away a lot of individuality, and it goes to a very, very, very large term of groupthink. Right. Mm -hmm. Whereas, I'm actually independent, so I don't actually follow the two parties. And the third party, uh, the libertarian, who's the most popular third party, I wasn't too keen on her this year. Mm. And so, wasn't it the same chick four years ago? No, it was. It's been the same dude for a while. But this this year, George Goldenson. It was been. Uh, it's been Gary Johnson or something like that. Okay. But um, the two party system definitely does hamper down individualism, and I feel like if more people just, you know, I don't. I don't mean we need like eight hundred parties, but I mean like, you know, other countries like they have about maybe three or four parties. Right. And if people took like the other two seriously, or if those other two could figure out what the hell they believe in, right? It could possibly make for a more cohesive or less left or right divided country. Um, I would like to piggyback off of that. I think it should. Just be, <coughs> I thought he was gonna sneeze. I was about to say bless you. <laughs> I think it should be more of a spectrum. I think that everybody should run off of, based off of what their ideals are, what their principles are, what their platform is. And we, as individuals, should vote for whoever we think is the best. Again, like, the voting for either blue or for red, it's like, even the third parties, there might be a lot of things that we agree with or don't agree with, but a lot of times the average individual doesn't even pay attention to any of the other parties because it's, it's always a, a two-person race. Uh, Soldier Crap? Honestly, I just want to say that the two-party system was founded on beef. Like, if you don't Legit. know, mm. the Democratic two-party two system. system. You haven't met you haven't had a chance. Because he's been kicking ass as the ambassador of France. the American promise. You really must meet Thomas. Thomas. Okay, I could go throughout the entire play from that part, but we don't have time for that. But I just want to say, Alexander Hamilton literally created an entire newspaper to talk crap about his competitors. The New York Post, he talked half about John Adams, Thomas Jefferson, James Madison, anyone. So it Sit was down, John. <laughs> you fat <laughs> motherfucker! Oh, Hamilton's out of control. This is great. He's out of power. He holds an underlying style. Oh, <laughs> I swear we could just do this all right, day. Honestly. I apologize. But, but me and TJ know are drafting one for 2020. Oh, yes, sir. That's what we're I'm saying. That's what it was founded on, and that's what it has continued throughout these generations. 
Yeah. Only thing I'll say about two part before we move on, um, I the thing is like the glass ceiling to break through to where we get spectrums and get you know bigger clout for third parties is that. These two, the two systems, the Republicans and Democrat parties are backed by so much money. Mm-hmm. I mean, even in the debates, like it's literally just a Republican Demo- Democrat debate. It's like and you the have the way- RNC and the DNC, like they they're backed by so much old money. Super PACs are backing them big time. And the only way for the other ones to get federal funding is if they get, win five percent of the vote in a general election. Right. And that's they we they barely scrape scrape right. forward. And honestly, that that which is more than which is close to more than what they got last year. Yeah. Or last election, which again, it's one of those things where if you vote a third party, props to you because I know what you're trying to do. But I mean, the main you're focus, splitting the vote for the, right, two, right. For the two people. The main, right, yeah. the main focus of everyone was getting the main focus. If you didn't like the current president, was to get him out of office. That was the majority of the American voters' main. Focus. I will say, I do think that our generation, if we do not let ourselves be discouraged, will be the ones to make significant changes in how we vote. Almost because definitely. I know a lot of us are very disappointed, um, and even again discouraged by like the current voting system. We all think that is. And I mean, it's perfectly fine. It might have worked great for you know the white man back in the whenever. I mean, it, but, did. it was a perfect system. But when you think about it, like things change over time. That's just how it happens. That's what modernization is. Things change. Things develop. People change. Life in itself changes. You know what I'm saying? That's why we don't have ten pound phones with antenna cords on it anymore. We improve. We change. We do things differently. So we need the rest of America, including our voting system, to change and progress as well. I will say one thing to this, though. You said we need the rest of America, and that is the problem. Mm. America, the minorities, and the people, the people of color minorities, they're over, overly populated by... You ever seen that show Everybody Hates Chris? Yeah. Mm-hmm. You remember the episode where they ran when, when they were supposed to go to school, and they was out trying to get assigned by Wayne Gretzky? Yeah. And they saw the map. What did Chris say? Be surrounded by a whole borough of white people. <laughs> this is us, it and is. this is them. Yeah. So if you tally that in, but most, most white people don't. Okay, most white people don't even want to change the way it is. That's just, even if they even if they say that for whatever they're liberal, black, they still don't want the system to change because the right. system works for them. Right. Mm-hmm. So that's a really hard. It really, I will say though, I think this up and coming age of media has brought a lot of. Uh, stuff that we as minorities have been complaining about to the light like it did again during the civil rights movement but it's bringing more and more Caucasian people on board and like I said I think the last podcast that I was in like Mm. they are the most upset by a lot of the Black Lives Matter movements and stuff like that because those that are on our side I mean because they can't fathom that people that look like them think the way that these people do. They can't believe that somebody that looks like them their brother, their cousin, their sister, their auntie is treating minorities as badly as they are I, I like that. I mean, I'm all for bringing that awareness, but, like, I we need to see, like, at what point are we going to see the change? I mean, like, I've seen a thousand posts about, you know, say, police, you know, police stuff. Mm-hmm. I've seen posts and posts. Everybody's being like, everybody's pissed off. Honestly? Let's do something. Let's get we it need to stop. We need to stop reposting it and actually demand a change. We no, just no, keep no. Let me tell you when change is going to start happening, and it's going to sound kind of, like, effed up, but we ain't going to get real change so motherfuckers start dying. True. True. People the pitchforks and torches, though. You mentioned that. Awesome. You mentioned well, that. Well, you hit people in the pockets, but we're too afraid yeah. to start supporting supporting our own businesses and pouring money into our mm-hmm. own community. Nobody won't be calling exactly. it, 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 ain't right. a, it ain't afraid of black. I'm no, seriously. I'm 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 I mean, things like Chinatown, things where there are like actual enclaves of all types of of minority but, groups in within other communities. Okay, okay, we well, don't have that. Well, let me let me also hit you with this. 
what's going to be Blacktown, for lack of a better term? What's going to be that? Because Africans don't claim us. Mm-hmm. Like, no matter, like... And we don't even claim Africans, too. So exactly. it goes, both, so it goes like, the same way. And whenever like, we it, build something so like that, it we, gets destroyed. Yeah, and we, mm-hmm. like said, like Black Wall Street, they destroyed that. So, like, we've done it. They destroy it. But, like, right now, we... Black Americans that, you know, came from African slaves, mm-hmm. we have no culture. Yep. Our culture is McDonald's because they put that in our neighborhood. Right. Our culture is Popeye's because they put that shit in our Church neighborhood. Our culture is soul food because that's what they fed us. Right. We don't actually have a culture. Well, neither do the white people, but look how good they're doing. Right. They, that, that's, they took everything from us. Everything, right. everything of our culture that we actually cultivated, mm-hmm. they snatched it. The like, most American... The most black American thing we have right now, and this is why I get so upset when I hear it in other countries, hip hop. Oh yeah. Like that's why I feel that's why I feel like Hamilton did so well in Broadway. It's the art form that was literally born on that same island, portrayed on the biggest stage on that same island, using stories that was told that happened on that same island. Right. Genius. Besides the whole musical shit of it, it's just let's just um, hip hop is the most American thing ever. <laughs> that went on for a bit. Yeah, like, yeah. For a bit. Was, this, one, this one should be quick. Um, as we all know, rapper Kanye West called himself running for president Easy under the birthday party. Um, <laughs> yeah. So, do you think he has a chance in twenty twenty four? I just want to say something, and this is what I said earlier about um, like politicians needing to heal from stuff. Again, psychology, Olivia. Mm-hmm. Kanye know. West has always been one of those people that were gifted with seeing the different side of reality, the deeper side. He he never really was about like the shallow, the surface level stuff. Now, when Kanye West's mother passed away, it was a significantly tragic event for him. We all know that was like his best friend, like that was like you know his other half. Yeah. And when really really traumatic events happen to people. Anybody, no matter how healthy you are, even you, even me, anybody sitting here at this table, it can cause a lot of psychological damage for anybody. That's the same way most people who, you know, the first time experiencing schizophrenia symptoms happen in their, you know, late 20s and 30s after a traumatic event. Literally any psychological disorder, most times, unless you exhibit it when you're born, it happens after a traumatic event. Now, we saw a lot of famous people, you know, who were close to him being like, hey, like, this isn't funny. You know, he's going through a lot right now. And it's true. And, you know, I know a lot of us in the black community, we still hold on to the old Kanye. We still hold on to the person who was such a visionary for us and our people. But until he, you know, goes to therapy, until he gets some counseling, until he takes the medication he needs and is able to think more rationally is able to be himself truly i do i do not think that we need to be playing around with voting for him and not voting for him because that's not healthy i will say one thing because you know well uh, a couple people at this table know kanye west is one of my i think he's one of the he's one of my top three musical artists of all time if you want to debate that with me go on ahead because i will kill you with facts but (laughs) when it comes to kanye west as the person i will say this from the jump i still think kanye west down deep in his heart is a good man Mm -hmm. the whole psychological stuff is true it's just, my thing with Kanye is, and my dog Lecrae said it best when he was on The Breakfast Club. Kanye, and this is one thing I do hate about America. Kanye, it's not like Kanye didn't try, like when stuff happened with his mom, it's not like he didn't try to find help and talk back to God. Problem is, Kanye did it through the wrong lens. Mm. He, instead of trying to find God for himself, he went to people to do it. And that's the problem with a lot of people today. He went to these big white preachers, these big whatever, whatever. And like, so his version of Christianity 
basically that album he got. Jesus all, is King. Oof. That's told. It's it's some. There's a lens of hope of what really not saying black church or whatever, just God mm-hmm. in general. But it he dropped some gems in that album. Yeah, he did. But a lot of his stuff, his Sunday services, is all that. It's paraded off of the Western Eastern Orthodox yeah. style of church of church, mm-hmm. like you know, and the white and and that's the thing. Colorism shown even through preachers. The white man, that's why a lot of black people don't like going to church no more. When it's the white preacher, they feel, hey, bruh. And I want to say that that comes from the first time that that most of our ancestors were even introduced to Christianity was as a system to rip us of our culture, our identity, and to keep us down. Like, a lot of the, like he was saying, Christianity that's taught here in America or that's practiced here in America has that nasty root in it, which is basically about, like, leveling, about putting somebody else's self above others, about judging, even though it teaches so much about non-judgment. I mean, we used it to to go across, to go to other countries, not not only our country, other countries used Christianity as an excuse to rape and mm-hmm. pillage other other cultures. Manifest mm-hmm. Destiny is a thing. Yes. Yep. So Christopher yes. Columbus. Yeah. And, and I also want to say that I think that religion is something that should be subjective, like, me personally, like I'm kind of I'm a spiritual person. I'm not gonna say that I just that. You go like, to hell. I'm just playing. I'm not playing, but I'm not. I'm just playing. <laughs> well, God don't I, like ugly. So where you think you going? Anyway. We can. <laughs> oh, I swear, it's a tennis match, bro. That's what I'm saying. It's a tennis match. Give it some roasting. Bro, oh, continue. Oh yeah. So, we got another question. I think that you know. As a spiritual person, like I was raised in an African, uh, African Catholic church. Anyways, real weird it's stuff. Anyway, Catholic church. Um, so I, I was like raised in, you know, with like a religious childhood and everything, and I used a lot of that as my day to day stuff, blah blah whatever. But I see religion as this is the guideline for how I become the person I'm supposed to be. As we as we continue on, um, can you personally? So I'm glad you mentioned Trump. Actually, can you personally be be friends, continue to be friends with someone who voted for Donald Trump. Of course. Of I course. mean, I was thinking about this on huh? my... <laughs> okay, let, let me get to what I'm trying to say here first. I was thinking about this on my way home from school one day, and I'm like, you know what? The problem that we're all facing as a country, as a general collective, is we're not seeing people as people. We're seeing that we're putting labels on them. Okay, he's a Democrat. He's a Republican. He believes in this. He believes in that. I think that's the problem right there. Like, we all bleed the same blood, even though our skin might be different. Mm. Like, you're still going to be my friend, even though you voted for Trump. Right. Like, that's, that's just my thinking, personally. That's a far leap, but okay. Okay, like, so okay let's, and- let's let everybody that, like, says they can go first, okay. and then you you with the with the other side, we'll, we'll let you come in with that. Well, I said yes, because well, I have a friend who's literally one of the, uh, one of the biggest Trump supporters I know, which is surprising, because back in high school... FDT came out and he was blasting that shit. I'm just saying. <laughs> but, um, like, I can still, because, like, I always, I never, um, my parents raised me this way. You know, my parents never taught politics around me anyway. They said, never condemn somebody, never hit somebody, never put nobody down. And I always try to look at their situation, because that's the problem. Like, in America, it's too many different, different situations. Black, look, a lot of black people middle class, they're going to vote this way. A lot of black people higher class vote this way and all this good stuff. You white, you this way, you vote this because. The two, the, and plus, what a problem a lot of people, you voting on your party just because it wants to fit your narrative. You're not, nobody, nobody's been a patriot this whole time in this election. I'm mm. sorry. Nobody that's voted has really been acting patriots, but we've only been going off of what we feel the better for us. Hey, bro, yeah. how's this going to better you in the next couple of years? We don't think longevity. We don't think legacy. We only think here and now. So, right. 
We're the reason we created the drive-through. That's why I said that's why I'm not gonna be hating somebody because I was kind of I could be in the same boat as well. I'm just saying like I. Yo, like I'm not, I never, I'm not, I never thought of it like that. Like my mind, because like I've always thought, like yes, you should vote within the interests of America, not in the interests of yourself. Right. And what's going to, as as an American, you should have some level of patriotism. Yeah, but which is a huge difference from nationalism. Which yeah, I'm not even gonna get into that. The next motion. But um, you should at least have enough love for your country to preserve what you like about it, and you should vote for it. But, but the problem with that is you have to define America first. Because are you talking about white America, the America that's on the forefront, those who are really in control in this country, or are you talking about the America as in your next-door neighbors, your cousins, your brothers, mm. and sisters, and families? Right. Because those are two different interests at heart. But I, I will true. say, though, like, I, I understand that. But one thing that I, I, I try to do when I, when I think about stuff like this is think about, you know, both sides. And while there should be a level of patriotism when you're voting and, you know, think about longevity and legacy, you know, you have to think about some people just literally just go home and are like, OK, how am I going to get this this plate of food on the table for my kids? Like mm-hmm. they don't care about like, you know, the overall picture. They care about how, how they stuff going to look, how my check going to clear. Mm-hmm. And, and I understand that. Like you got to make sure your check clear first. We make sure everybody else check clear. Right. And honestly, this is and this, that's my definition. The whole system, because a lot of people say, this is why I don't like a lot of um, Republicans in general. They say there's no sin systematic racism. Hmm. There's systematic racism throughout the whole system because every four years, every eight years, people in America will be going up and down, up and down. Something will be benefiting others. And, mm-hmm. others. and that's the racism part because there's no way we can come collectively together to get anything done to help the betterment of the people. Right. We got to appeal to them, and then we got to appeal to them, and then we got to appeal to them. That's my idea of systemic racism. And that's just because people don't want to compromise nowadays. Exactly. People want what they want, and they don't want, like, okay, well, you can get what you want, but if I could get this done, then maybe we could still get. This nation was literally built off of a compromise. Mm. The compromise of, what, 1789 or something like that? When, like, all the people who were present at the time of the signing of the Constitution, of the Constitutional Convention, we're like, hey, we have to get shit done. This is what we have to do to get said shit done. And then shit got done. We had a country. Then when we needed a treasury, we needed someone to figure out, you know, we got all this debt. How are we going to pay it? Hmm. Hamilton's over here like, hmm, we need a compromise. And we finally got, what did we get? We finally got a damn compromise. Before John McCain died, his last speech in the, in, in the house was to talking about what? compromises. No one wants to compromise. And I think that that's a good segue into what I was going to say about Donald Trump. And when Donald Trump ran in 2016, it exposed a lot of the racism that we're talking about, a lot of bigotry, a lot of... It literally divided the country. And here comes psychology, Olivia, again, back to the mic. Yeah. (laughs) There's a a philosophy called in-group and out-group bias. And basically what it says is that when you are in a group, automatically, psychologically, you see you and the people that think like you as drastically different and drastically better than whoever you consider your out group. Hold up, hold up. American nationalism, anyone? Mm. (laughs) 
And I forgot. It's what more I was like say. American exceptionalism. I forgot what I was gonna say. Well, yeah. nationalism, exceptionalism, potato. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So again, back to what I was saying about you know, like me trying to work on not judging people, or whatever. So I remember in the 2016 election, um, back when I ran cross country. Obviously, you know, cross country is a predominantly white sport, so I had a lot of white, you know, counterparts. And I remember during practice, this one girl, like the sweetest girl, always super nice to me. She said that. You know, she was going to vote for Donald Trump, and her family were Trump supporters. And I remember everybody else on the track, all my other black friends, everybody, like, got really, really upset with her. They were like, no, get out my face. Like, we're not talking anymore, da-da-da. And I was the only person, like, I legitimately want to know why you support him. Like, I legitimately want to mm-hmm. know. And if this policy things, it's like, you know, like, what Cyrus was saying earlier. Oh, sorry, Quacho. About, <laughs> you know, like, I'm worried about how I'm going to get food on my table, how I'm just that in the third. Okay, I won't say it that I've lost all respect for you. But it does come down to a point where you have to decide, like, I don't know. That's just a For me, it's question. like, I, I, for one, am, I, I never want to discount somebody's, you know, beliefs, you know, and they'd be like, oh, I'm not going to talk to you no more. Now, if you come and left off the field and you, A, you're wrong, and B, you're being a butthole about it, that's when I can be like, yeah, that's when I can be so I, I definitely not gonna discount you for that, but I just look at those people. I'm just like, how in the world can you look at the last four years and be like, let's do more? Mm-hmm. Like I just don't understand I, that. But I want to say I think that's also the same principle that people use when they separate artists from music, because a lot of times artists are doing this, that, and the third, saying this, that, and the third. But you're able to support their music, or you're able to support, you know, what I'm saying like whatever they they are producing or putting out there into the world. Um. I mean, that, I think we all beat that question to the to a head. I mean, Olivia, I, so wait, you were be friends with the Trump supporter or no? Um, it, it depends just on depends. how you define friend. Yeah, at a distance, keep him at arm's length. I'm gonna watch you a little bit more if yes. you support okay. Trump. My answer, short and sweet. Um, could I be friends with you? Yes, but especially like the first time because the first time it was literally between him and Hillary, and I don't fault you if you voted for him the first time. Mm. The second time, though, you lose my respect in terms mm-hmm. of how I feel about your intelligence. Mm-hmm. Right. Like, at, at that point, you're a sheep, and I'm not going mm-hmm. to ever engage in intelligent conversation with you. Because right. y'all know me. I respect people by how I assume their intelligence is. Mm-hmm. I assume you're just as intelligent as me, even if you're not. Like, until you show me that you're unintelligent, you have my 100% respect. So when did I lose your respect? When I was five, six years old? The second time you decided to break up with me because I was a dumbass. What? <laughs> no, I wasn't. On the mic. On the mic. On the mic. On the mic. I was going to say, no, because I was going to say, um, I don't know. We were on break when somebody brought up Cardi B. But I just wanted to say, like, just because somebody may not be able to enunciate properly or may not be the most, like, eloquent speaker does not and have I don't, to... And I don't... I don't no, I know that's not what you're talking about, no. but I'm just saying to the people out there, like, most just because... Stutter. Right. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, just because, you know, people stutter because people, you know, speak Ebonics, like, that doesn't mean that they are any less intelligent. Like, listen to what they're saying, not yeah. how they say it. Right. Yeah. Cause... Um... Yeah. I mean, that... There it is. Whoop. There it is. Next but um, for the for the final you know stretch uh, of this podcast, and I've tried to keep these people to have short answers, but Lord, I know this is gonna be hard. I've got a couple things uh, from the past debates that I'm just gonna rattle off some some topics, and I just wanna hear y'all thoughts on them. You know, 
Just oh, so this podcast gonna be long. No, it's not. It's, no, we're gonna put a time on Matter of fact, you button on you, Robert. You. God yeah. damn First it. Off, I just broke <laughs> yes, sir. Button, so. Are you watching football while we're recording? <laughs> well, good. You can be the time. Hey, dog, who winning? You're giving everybody <laughs> one minute, <laughs> one singular minute to talk about then we hit the mute button. each topic, and then you hit it. You hit the mute button. This is just like the debate. We hit the mute button on it. One singular minute. And the first, I'm gonna let the guests go first. We're gonna go, uh, Crab, Crab <laughs> Olivia, mm-hmm. and then Kevin, cool DJ Nua, Quattro, and then Slick. All right. So, our first topic is packing the Supreme Court. Soldier Crab, what do you think about packing the Supreme Court? You mean in terms of like which? Which side, which so think win it? after Amy Comey Barrett's confirmation to the Supreme oh, Court, okay. the plan to possibly pack the Supreme Court with more Democratic um, judges if Biden wins. I mean, I don't really know how I feel about it, to be honest. I mean, first of all, Amy Comey Barrett, she is just completely unprepared. That was that so job. funny, dog. Like, that, is, that is me saying my mom is a doctor... So let me go ahead and just just step in the doctor's office, you know, hit them with that lidocaine and them sutures, you know, sew it like I'm sewing up a shirt. No, I'm going to get sued. I'm going to probably get prosecuted to the fullest extent of the law, and I'm probably going to jail because I'm not qualified to do that job. And in terms of packing the court, I mean, I don't think they should because it would just be such a difference from how it's always been, you know with Mm. these set amount of justices, but I do get how they're feeling in terms of having her go into the office. So, yeah. There it is. With five seconds to spare. Olivia, you can have her extra five seconds. Really? Yes, you can. Um, I haven't really been thinking about what I wanted to say. Okay, already started. Um, I, again, to piggyback off of what she said, I understand why we would want to do this. I think the way the Supreme Court operates is a little problematic to begin with because people serving life in the Supreme Court, like I said earlier, things change, times change, and we need legislation that is just as progressive to keep up with the times. I'm talking slowly because I'm really trying to figure out you know, what I want to say. Um, I think that is also a little problematic that it is the president who appoints it because again people have you know their own personal bias and i think that's a lot of power for one person to have um dang 14 seconds already god okay um so i just want to say that i do see where people are coming from with wanting it to be balanced like you definitely want to have a full range of of perspectives on either side to make sure that you're making the best option for everybody Okay, it goes on to me. Well, you know, didn't Marco Rubio, I'm, I'm not sure if this is correct, didn't he want to propose a bill that would just keep it at nine, correct, or something like that? I'm not really sure I about that. It was Cruz, but it might have been Marco Rubio. Okay, yeah. so really that would take two-thirds of both the House and the Senate, mm-hmm. if I'm not wrong. Right. Doesn't the, don't the Republicans control both? The Republicans control the Senate, and I think the Democrats right now hold the House. Okay. So, as we can see there, we really don't see anything happening there in the near future. Right. So, it's going to stay as is for now, at least. Mm. And it's looking like, I don't know, I haven't looked at it in the last couple of hours, but I think 
they're the Democrats are on pace to win back the Senate. Okay, so, so yeah, watch yeah. it. Yeah, yeah. Um, anything else? No, I, no. I'm right. good. I'm good. DJ Noah. Uh, honestly, it's along the lines. I really haven't given it much thought because I don't think it's something that would really. It's not something like if Biden wins, he's gonna do it on January twenty second. Right. So, uh, I haven't had enough time to think about it. Um, I do want to. I do somewhat agree with what Liv, what Olivia said, um, but like term limits and stuff like that, that is something that is necessary because not because it needs more progressive more progressive legislation, but term limit like life was a, was put on a thing when people lived to be forty. And live to be fi- like if you were fifty, yeah. you were you were a boomer. I mean, if you're fifty now, you're a boomer. But still, mm-hmm. but like if you if you if you lived up to that, like you were just old as hell. And you know now people are living to be like 70, 80, 90. Mm-hmm. Like how old was RGB? Hey, ninety-seven. Right, like, yeah. like honestly, she should have stopped. Like I love her. Like she yeah. she did a lot of good stuff for women back. You know when she when she was younger. But as she got older, like, she was just that person they made Biggie statues of. Right. Because she'd been there for so long. So, term limits. Um, just real quick on real quick on term limits. Um, I'm for the whole, you know, serve for life. I think it's very good. Even though times do change, I think it really takes out the, the whole political aspect of it. Oh, I lean here, I lean right, I lean left, based on changes of the time. So, like, they're gonna... And, they're, and like you, you mentioned legislation, they don't make it and of course I know you know that but like they just ratify it right they look at what's brought to them and they're like uh yay nay you know type stuff mm-hmm. uh packing the court in terms of that I'm I don't see why that how that fixes the issue there are issues with the system of course but I don't see how packing the court it fixes the issue because say they pack the court and then all of a sudden you know three justices die mm-hmm. and then now whoever the current president is say Trump wins he gets to uh, appoint three more so what you just gonna keep packing the court every time you don't get what you want Mm-hmm. So it sets a precedent like, okay, I didn't get what I want, so mm-hmm. I'm just back to court. Right. And then so gonna have forty uh, years from now we got twenty judges on the court. Right. A court just as packed as the house. Right. Right. So that's all I have to say on it. But great job with that, guys. Everybody stay on their times, so we're gonna keep going. <sighs> this one is I'm oof. Oh, all right. This next this next one, the this. next topic is abortion. Why the hell would you I'll play the fifth in there? Abortion. <laughs> Okay. Abortion. Adia. Nigga, why? Ooh. Why would you do that? As soon as you start talking. If you, you want to plead the fifth, you can. You can plead the fifth. You don't have to plead the fifth, dog. I am pleading the fifth. I'll go. I'll go. This is how I feel about a lot of stuff. I'm me. You, you. I'm always going to support somebody's right to do something. Whether or not I agree with it, whether or not I would do it myself, I always support people's right to decide. That's why I go so hard behind LGBTQ rights. Whether or not, however I feel about it, doesn't matter. I feel like you as a human being have the right to be you. Now, in situations where, you know, abortion is concerned, I know that there are a lot of specific scenarios that a lot of people go through, all types of stuff. We can go through the list. Not every case is the same. I do think that, I don't know if it's already in place, but I think it would be a good idea to put in place the same thing that people have to go through before um Sex transitions, which is, you know, ther- like not therapy sessions, but like actual counseling sessions where you sit down with a person and you go through all of the, you know what I'm saying, psychological things that might occur before and after, you know, this process that you undergo to see if that's a choice that you really want to do. But I'm always supporting somebody's ability to have the decision to decide for themselves. Soldier Crab? I think I could do this. I think I 
right. You got it, girl. I am looking at the statistics, you know. Rates of abortion are higher in African American, predominantly African American communities, because we don't have as much access to health care. We mm -hmm. don't have as much access to, you know, like child care. You know, mm -hmm. we don't have, you know, the criminal justice reform for if a woman gets raped. Come the, on, the, somebody. The father could probably take custody of the child because the system is just so messed up. You Come know, on, the young foster leader. system is messed up. A woman may not want to give their child to the foster care system because kids literally get killed and trafficked mm -hmm. in there and all that. And also, banning abortion isn't going to stop abortions. Exactly. It's going to stop safe abortion. It's going to it's going to get to the point where women are throwing themselves off balconies, you know, uh, sticking stuff where the sun doesn't shine, going to some back alley mm -hmm. clinic to get an abortion, and more people are going to die. So. Are you pro-life if women are just killing themselves, trying to kill a child because you haven't made a system where they feel comfortable raising a child, you mm -hmm. know? And, and when you really get into it, rich white women are always going to have access to abortions, you know? Even if it gets banned, they can always go anywhere else and end up getting their abortions because they have the money, because they have the power. Talk about cocaine. Hey, you know what? I got something to say real quick. If you were, <laughs> you gonna start your time. Hey, no, 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 I just want to say something real quick. She's 15, y'all. If She's you were asking, asking who I would promote, Adia, you got my vote. That's oh, yeah. Put it on a t-shirt. Hello. As, 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 I'll, I think you want to go or me? I'll let you go. I'll, I'll go. And uh, what, what, what I'll say is that um, a lot of y'all basically was going to say what I'm going to say. Uh, for example, I'm going to just con contextualize it. Uh, you go to a school that's predominantly like right wing, even though they're black. They they vote left, but they have right wing uh, beliefs. Mm -hmm. And you hear that abortion's murder all the time, but then you actually are like faced with like this is what people really have to deal with. Mm -hmm. Both of y'all said it. Like all banning is gonna do is have people killing themselves with coat hangers. All right. Um Everything y'all said, perfect, love it. One hundred percent. I'm I'm of the like just like the LGBTQ stuff. I'm of I'm of the the class of mind your damn business. Not my business. You want to do that? Do you? Um, I definitely think that you know as a Christian that uh, you know all lives matter. But not no God you, no Jesus no, not all lives matter. But like every every life. I knew what you meant. Yeah, but yeah, yeah, it's not stigma sorry. behind the word. Every unintelligent person would every life matters. You know, but. It's definitely one of those things, you know, I, I support a woman's right to choose. It's not my body. Be Absolutely from the fact that, like, you get to what to do with my body, not to tell you what to do with yours. Mm -hmm. Also, defund Planned Parenthood. Stupid because Planned Parenthood is not just abortions. Thank one more time. You. Planned Parenthood is not just abortions. Yeah. Also, um, all people, most people that are pro-life are actually just pro-birth because if you're not pro-life if, like, you want people to have babies but then not give shit to those babies when they're born. Mm -hmm. Not even that, but you're not pro-life if you're not supporting Planned Parenthood because they have to do with a lot of prenatal care. So you don't yeah, know about that baby while it's developing either. Yeah, no. But, uh, slick or not, before we move on to the next question. Oh, please don't ever do that accent again. Sorry. Hey, shut the fuck up. Wait, hold on. Okay, okay. Anyway, I said it like, I said this to DJ Newell once and I'll say it again to all the people in the back. You cannot, you cannot tell... You cannot tell me how to live my life, and you cannot try to judge my life based off the situation that I'm in. Because half of y'all that sit here and say abortion is bad, y'all don't know the situation behind it. Y'all haven't grew up in that lifestyle. So why don't y'all shut the fuck up? Why don't y'all come live in this situation that I was going through 
Because a lot of that's the reason why a lot of abortions are like that. It is due through rape. It is due through forced sex and all that. So yeah, and yes, it's mainly um dominant in the African American community, sadly. But we trying to do better, all right. And y'all can't just sit here and judge us. So let us let this is our situation. Y- y'all leave us alone. And no, y'all want to be like Alabama? Go on ahead. You know, you you're, mm-hmm. be, you're just gonna be another meme on the map. And I rest my case because. See, one of you gets to respond. One. What if we split the time? No. One of you gets to respond. No, only only thing I was going to say. Well, I forgot what I was going to say now, so she can go ahead. You can go, love. Dang, I forgot to. No, I'm going to grab it. I'm going to hold on to it. No, I lost it. Next Next, topic. Next motion. Um, Soldier Crab is itching up. I can feel it. Climate change, baby. I'm going to let her do what she does. I'm going to speed up. She said. She, she pulled said, up. up. She pulled up, bro. She said she was down by 40. She Hold pulling on, up. Let me take out these notes. Hold on. Yeah, bro, she got the receipts she to read to all of y'all, dog. She going to educate she, y'all. Hey, I'm also, um, I'm yielding my time. I, I'm not big on the climate change. I just, you know, recycle. I for two minutes. Recycle. I yield my time to the leader. Okay. <laughs> um, I've been studying climate change for about, for two. about two, two and a half years now. Mm-hmm. You know, just really studying the effects of it on the earth, you know, because when I went to my other school, I really got to learn about it and learn about what was really happening. Who, okay, where to start? Climate change needs to be put at the forefront of almost all political discussions because if we can't talk about what is literally killing the earth, killing our country, killing our economy, killing our communities, we cannot get to any other conversation. We literally can't because there won't be any conversations left to have if literally water is on our, oh my bad, I'm sorry, literally if water is on our doorstep. Next we have to get to, you know, like how climate change is affecting low income communities, predominantly black communities. I actually have notes on this, right? Because in Donald Trump, I'm, I'm shaking anyways, in Donald Trump's debate, his last debate, he said we have, quote, the cleanest air, the cleanest water, and the best carbon emissions. So <laughs> I reposted that, and then I put up, you know, some little pictures of Flint, Michigan, and whatever, and also some other statistics. And then I went off because I said this is my biggest problem with him making the statement was that he was completely disregarding the most mostly black and people of color communities that live by these oil and natural gas plants who are getting sick because of it. Also, the communities that are completely overlooked when it comes to fighting plastic pollution risk, a.k.a. my community, people in these same communities aren't as educated about proper disposal, recycling, low waste, etc. as people in predominantly white communities. They don't care that the hood gets worse and worse every day because they don't make as much money from it. They only care when they're trying to gentrify the area and push already disenfranchised people further into poverty. All of that was completely swept under, under the rug when he said that. That's why you need to look between the lines and see what's actually going on within the community, you know? Because, like, when it comes to climate change, disenfranchised people are going to feel the effects of it first. We already are feeling the effects of it first. Our people are getting sicker. Our our communities are gross. Have you seen the sidewalks just littered with cigarette butts, bottles, cans, bags, everything? Masks. Masks. We, we don't have the resources. We don't have those little side recycling bins, you know, after every other block or whatever, like you see when you go down to, like, San Jose or, like, or... (laughs) I'm sorry. Not Japan. It's it's okay. Use your time, bro. Don't say nothing. (laughs) 
or like when we go to like Ponte Vigio or places like that because they care about keeping it looking nice but they don't care about that in our communities you know and honestly that's basically all I have to say I'm there is more there is more when you want to get into animal consumption but Ooh, ooh, do I want to... Hey, man, no, she still got... I'll, I'll talk about that a little she, bit, actually. She haven't been in love because of this man. Hey, you take my time? He said take your Kevin, time. You Why you take my time? Have, okay, but you have nothing to say. I'm fine, too. <laughs> what? No, 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 no. What you mean? This ties into race as well. This ties into race as well. When it comes to what black people eat in general, we do not get a lot of nutrition. You go down, you know, you go down into the hood, you won't see any Whole Foods, you won't, you'll hardly see any Publix. Instead, you'll see Emmanuel's food store. No offense to Emmanuel, Emmanuel is great, man. That's my dog. Anyway, you'll see Emmanuel's food store, you'll see, you know, that little bakery on the side, you know, Harvey's supermarket, but you'll see Popeyes, you'll see all the um, chicken fried places. But you'll never see healthy food, you know, because that's not promoted within our community. Because, you know, that's what they gave us. You know, back when our ancestors were slaves, they gave us the scraps, you know. They said, feed yourselves with this. And that's what we've continued on through our generations. And when it comes to meat consumption, like, you just need to, because, hold on, how do I word this? Words. Like you said, words. The... The industry of animal production for consumption produces 18% of all carbon emissions or methane emissions in the world. That's 18% in the world, you know. So anything you can take to make it healthier, to, to eat healthier, to eat better, not only for your body but for the earth, you know, eating less meat, that always helps. And also we need to get that within our community so our community can understand that as well. I just want to take two seconds to piggyback off of the last thing she said about food. And I want to talk about how it's a cyclic problem because not only are we only given these um, terrible food options, but we're also lower income communities, which means we, we can't even afford mm -hmm. to support a Whole Foods or the organic um, or healthier food yeah. companies because we don't even make enough to live a healthy lifestyle. Did, that, did anybody want to? Noah, did you want to say something? Uh, See, my thing is, my thing about this whole thing is, with climate change, yes, it's a big issue um, in terms of how it's going to happen, but I feel like the world is developing too fast. The only way to really, 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 really hamper down on to do anything that would really affect anything, especially in America, would be to enact some sort of population control. What's up guys, this is DJ Nua with just a little quick disclaimer for clarity. No, I'm not advocating for population control, just simply stating that I don't see society and technology advancing at the rate it is and still being conscious and making drastic steps toward climate change without some sort of population control. I don't see it, I don't see a big paradigm shift really happening without a population control. Like, we've had conversations about this for a long time when it comes to, like, the meat industry. And so what I've been trying to push to her is, like, companies like Burger King are, like, people are still going to want to eat beef. People are still going to want to eat meat, you know? P Burger King is starting to feed their cows different materials so that way they produce, right now they're producing 30% less methane. Another disclaimer, it's actually false. It is not 30%, it's 33.3 repeated percent. So better than what I initially thought mm. per cow. Which you do the math, figure out how much of a the dent that would how much that would help. 
But like my thing is for most of us, since we can't do anything right now, especially like you guys talked about in the other communities, we have to do what we can do. Exactly. Like, for example, recycle. Uh, I know we got Rona going on right now, so I haven't used my reusable straw since, you know, drive throughs really shut down. But when you have your reusable straw, use it. You know, Smart. do what you can while you can do it. Right. And then when you can do something, do a little bit more. And as I move on to the next thing, uh, I just would like to say um, I'm here for a good time and a long time. And, you know, red meat That's all why you day, built like that. Uh, charge it to the game. Dang, I don't see you too much. No, so no. Let people in. As I continue on, uh, thank you so much, sir. I need now, this was full. Oh. As I was continuing on. Uh, yeah, no single use, Robert. Damn it. Final thing. Final thing. Final thing before we end this episode off. Mm-hmm. How do we fix race relations in America? You have one minute. Whoever wants to go first. Education, education, education. Find a random white person. If they give you that, hi, I'm a racist, little fake smile, go up to them and be like, hello, I'm an educated African-American. Would you like to have an educated conversation mm-hmm. with me? You know what I'm saying? Change the narrative. Uh, end xenophobia. You know what I'm saying? Break down barriers. You know, change people's minds one day at a time. Awesome. Did you know? Along those lines, um, I think some people aren't educated enough to have an educated conversation with you. Mm. And they don't... And because of that, they don't like to be educated. Like, not even just because we black. They just don't like to be educated. Uh, the Bible talks about people who will be willingly ignorant. And so I just feel like educate who you can and i feel like it's something that we're gonna be dealing with for a while it's gonna get better of course it's gonna eventually we could get it less systemic but on a personal level it's gonna be a while awesome um soldier crap okay another thing the bible says always love over hate love over hate love over hate you don't know what somebody's mindset and mentality is my father was talking to me about this early when we were talking about electoral college votes, you know, there are people who, even though we can't fathom it, they don't interact with black people on the daily. Mm-hmm. They can go weeks without seeing a black person, which mm-hmm. we might think it's crazy, but you know, if they live in these rural areas, all they see of black people is what they see on the media. Right. And sometimes the media doesn't always present ourselves in the best way. Or so, we don't present or truth. or we don't present ourselves in the best way, you know? So if we can show them that we're not that, I don't want to say that we're not that because, you know, that's also a part of our culture. But if we can show them that that's not all that there is, you know. I think it comes down to when we start having black TV shows and black movies who not only show black people who are successful, but are able to do it without some type of scandal, without some type of, um, like, you know, like, all of these shows that have to do with successful black people or black mm. people in power always has to do with some type of scandal, some type of something. Somebody They're always... They always have empires yeah. and mm-hmm. yeah. thinking about yeah. it. There's always empire, drama yeah. behind it. Um, one thing that I will say when you mentioned, you know, not, being able, not seeing a black person for, like, two weeks, that's something that really stuck with me in Donald Trump's debate when he talked about how when he... His first, he claims, his first uh, interaction with Black Lives Matter, he'd seen these people talking about killing cops and mm-hmm. marching up and down the street. And that, that stuck with me because, you know, that possibly was his only, you know, interaction with the Black Lives Matter movement. And he's seeing them. I mean, if I saw that, I'd be like, okay, wait, what? But he doesn't understand what's going on, you know? And that's something that's all about education. And that's how I, I think if to fix it, 
I think we need to, as a, as a people, get behind a singular voice, you know, centralize what our idea is going to be, pick a problem, get lawyers and stuff, let's get into these courtrooms and start getting laws made, getting stuff passed. Let's be goal-oriented because I'm always one to say, all right, we know the problem. We got it. If, if th- at this point, if you don't know the issue and what the issue is, you just don't want to know. Like, it, it, it's it, right now, you're, you're, everybody that doesn't know what the issue is, you're willingly like, being ignorant. So let's get a problem. Let's fix it. Let's let's start getting shit done. Two things I want to say about that. One, I know a lot of people were saying that the brilliant thing about Black Lives Matter movement is we don't have any singular leaders. We don't have people being gunned down like how we had Stokely Carmichael and Malcolm X and Martin Luther King being shot in the streets. Like, those were our voices of hope. Those were our leaders. Right. And so by each and every one of us as African Americans being leaders in ourselves, there is no way for us to be pinpointed. The second thing I would say is something you said a little bit before that, which is why it's so important for us to get our information from multiple media sources. Mm-hmm. We cannot just watch Fox News. We can't just watch MSNBC. We can't just watch BBC. We can't just watch... I'm talking about the news station. <laughs> I was thinking that too. So <laughs> we, can't, I'm sorry. we can't just watch CNN. You know what I'm saying? We have to make sure that we get our information from an array of sources, even if we disagree with it, because you don't want to be ignorant to what other people are thinking either. Yes. Right. Thank you guys so much, man. This was such an amazing episode. We really should have did a two-parter, but, you know, (laughs) hey. Uh, Thank you guys so much. Thank you to Olivia and Soldier Crab for coming, man. Thank you guys so much for being here. We'll definitely bring you back. Another round of applause for the future president, Adia Richardson. Bro, I swear to God, It's so great. Let's end this on a good note. Um... If you want to on, end it on a good note, are you sure you want to do the talking? Oh. You can catch me on Instagram at Quattro IV with the period between the C and the U. Catch me on Twitter at RedClear317. All right. You can find me at DJ underscore Nua. That's DJ underscore N-U-A-H. And y'all boys can find me at Kid.Kev17 on Instagram. You know Overtime Kev no more? Nah, Overtime Kev's for the TikTok. I got you. Oh, I feel that. But nah, for real. You know, already know it's slick without the C underscore Rob 2B's underscore on Instagram. And to answer that question, just get that nigga 45 out of office and we chillin'. Holla! <laughs> um, you can find me on Instagram at NulaSecunda underscore. That's N-U-L-L-A-S-E-C-U-N-D-A underscore. And my cash app is dollar sign Olivia Adele. That's O-L-I-V-I-A-A-D-E-L-L-E. Thank you. Love you. And Soldier Crab, what about you? You can find me on Instagram at underscore ultraviolet, two T's in the ultra, and two T's in the violet. But I probably won't accept. I'm just being real. <laughs> Dang. Hey, be real. Love you guys, man. Do something after somebody. Um, I'm going to try to be very partisan. I would have liked to have, you know, just stay play both sides, but not nah, fuck that. Get that motherfucker out of office, please. When did we start cussing on this podcast? Oh, well, like, yeah, we went 50. Explicit. Oh, okay. But uh, love you guys. Do something after somebody, and y'all, no matter how this election turns out, blue or red, stay safe. Stay safe. Remember the Civil War coming too, guys. Stay safe. Love y'all, man. Um, Holla, y'all. Be great. Talk out. Come to you.